0: Welcome to Le Rendezvous. my name is Garance Doré and I'm a writer with so many stories to tell and ideas to share that I created this special moment to talk about all the things that are going on in our lives. So come, let's spend a moment together. Le Rendezvous is brought to you by Doré, the skincare line I co-created, wanting to bring more simplicity and efficacy to our lives. Check out the end of the episode for a special code just for you, The Rendezvous listeners. Last weekend, I turned 48 years old. And today, in my series about the beauty of aging, I want to talk to you about how all this feels. Some of you may have met me when I was in my early 30s when I launched my blog, and It's funny because when I look back, I'm like, oh, I was such a baby. I didn't know anything. But then I think twice and I realize I feel exactly the same. And I remember when older people would tell me, oh, you'll see, you'll feel exactly the same. You'll have the same doubts and the same questions and your personality won't be that different. And I thought, oh, they're just doing that because they want to pretend that they're still young. And no, there is a lot of truth in that. But if I look closer, I can see that actually I'm such a different person. And one of the reasons is that I've changed the life around me. It's actually not so much that I've changed, it's that I've deepened my knowledge of myself and I've made adjustments to my life so that it looks and feels more like I am. I'm more like something that would work for me. And that's the beauty of the wisdom that comes with aging. It's not so much that you'll become a different person. It's that through your experience, you will learn how to make a life that completely works for you. And I think I'm just midway through this. I imagine that when I'm 90, my life will be perfectly and exactly the way that it should be, completely made to measure for my own personality. And that, I think, is something we should all aspire to because when our life is in flow and in tune with who we are, we're just a better person. We're more patient, we're kinder, we're happier. We're simply more present. I was raised, as most of us with the idea that there is one way to achieve a good life, one path to follow, and with that one idea of what success looked like, which is, as you know, having enough money, having a family around you, and achieving a certain amount of professional success and independence. But if you're open, And if you don't try to control too much, and I was always really crap at controlling things, which is a bit of a curse and a lot of a blessing, because if you're not fully in control of your life, things will happen that were unpredictable. And that's the most important thing that I've learned, and I learned it around my 30s when out of frustration, out of not knowing what to do with myself, not having a plan, out of not being able to control my destiny. Because trust me, if I had been better at controlling myself, I probably would have finished my studies, gone into becoming a teacher or maybe a diplomat, which is what I was thinking I should be. And that was socially acceptable to be. And I would have gone in that direction. But instead, I was too loose, I was too open, I was too messy. And from my mess, something emerged that I could never have predicted. And if I had stayed too tight and too focused on the plan that was drawn for me because I was good at school and because that was the idea of possibles that were given to me, I would never have become one of the first bloggers ever. I'm not saying that this is the best Outcome. I'm not saying that this is the most successful thing and that it's the best career possible. What I'm saying is that it's unique. I mean, at that time at least, it's new and it corresponded so much to who I was at that time. I let it happen to me because I let life's unpredictability in and. I loved drawing and I loved blogging and I loved taking photos and I did it the best I could and suddenly created something new. And that is one of the most important wisdoms and things that I hope younger generations would know and would let into their life. It's not about being reckless. It's just about that idea of staying open because things that you couldn't have planned will happen. So trying to plan your life, to control it, to have a schedule, to try to do everything on time, that sometimes will prevent you from being surprised and encountering your own destiny. I'm always careful though, to remind even more women than men that we are on a schedule. And completely throwing everything out the window is not the best strategy in life. And that's something that I've learned, that I've seen around me, is that there are things that you can do at a certain age that you won't be able to do later or not in the same way. Maybe they'll be more difficult or maybe you won't enjoy them as much. It can be experiencing something as being broke, for example, which I experienced for a number of years when I was in my 20s. It is something that's quite easy to do in your 20s because most people around you that are your age are a little bit in the same boat. And I'm sure that if that would happen to me today, not that it couldn't because life is unpredictable, it would be more painful. I've learned to love my comforts and I have more needs today than I had when I was 20, which is why I spent a summer hitchhiking Dangerously across Europe and probably traveled for three weeks with 200 euros in my pocket. Things like that are experiences that are more difficult to reproduce when you're older. There is also the big question for women about having children. We may think that we can push it and push it forever, but I'm getting to the end of my reproductive years and it's a reality. And I think for that reason, it's important to plan a little bit and to know that there are things in life that have their own time, and that we'll have different needs when we're 20 than when we're 50 or 60. There are things that are as simple as, for example, my roommate and I had a dog when we were in our 20s, and it just wasn't really nice for the dog. We were partying all the time, there were always weird people at home. The dog ended up at my best friend's mom and that's how it happened. So, you know, there are things. Some people can, of course, do whatever they want at whatever age, but I'm just saying it's quite important to think about the things we truly want and to try to see which decade is better to do that. For example, when you're in your 30s, most of your friends will start having serious careers and that can be quite frustrating if that's the moment that you choose to have, your freedom moment, that the one that I had in my 20s. I was always working for making money because nobody was giving me money, so I always had little jobs. But my 20s were more a decade to, yeah, be broke, get drunk, try things, party a lot, travel for cheap, make a ton of mistakes. And had I done that when I was in my 30s, I probably would have felt a sense of emergency towards life and a fear that I wasn't building a career. So to me, I can say that the 30s is a wonderful time to build your career. Number one, because you have the energy that it takes to really push yourself up. And it's funny today, sometimes I hear young people telling me about their work-life balance. And I think that it's okay to want that. But if you're looking for work-life balance in your 30s or in your late 20s, you're probably looking at a career that's going to be um, less spectacular. I'm sorry about saying this, but the people who really pushed themselves had to have a few moments when they were exhausted, when they were working after hours, where they were crying over their non-achievements, their failures and all that, because Really pushing yourself up in your career sometimes means that you need to go the extra mile and to lose a little bit of sleep about it, to build that company, to become the most important person in your workplace, to exceed your expectations towards yourself. And if that happens in your thirties, it can be quite wonderful because you have the energy because you have the excitement because you want to eat the world and doing that earlier sometimes can mean that you won't enjoy the fun of just dating going to parties traveling as much as you want and deprive yourself of this time and doing it later will mean that you have more responsibilities maybe you have children and you just won't have the same level of energy and sometimes even not the same ambition. Ambition changes as we grow. So it's something to know, meaning that we don't get less ambitious, but our ambition is less laser focused on social achievement. Ambition becomes more diffuse. It's more about being healthy, creating a wonderful social life, finding the perfect place to live for yourself. But in your 30s, you'll see most people get really excited about building a career. And so all these things I think are important to take into account. And those are the things that I've learned is that, yes, life isn't predictable and we should stay open to it. And having too much of a plan is not the best idea, in my opinion. But having a general sense of when to do what. Is definitely an asset because there are energies in life that will come stronger at a moment. And it's good to catch that wave. For me, catching the wave of creating a career in my early 30s when I had nothing else to think about was absolutely wonderful. Also, everybody around me was doing the same thing, it was quite exciting. And those are some of the fundamentals that you learn as you get to a certain wisdom in your aging. And again, I'm not talking to you as a very old person. I certainly will be much more interesting and full and educated when I'm in my 80s. And by then, my advice will be absolutely stellar. I don't consider being 48 to be the owner of the most wisdom in the world, but I also remember when I was 20 and when I was looking at my mom, actually my mom is, when I was 20, my mom was only 40, we're 20 years apart and she looked so old to me and also I was always looking to her for advice. So I want to keep in mind that even though I still feel naive, there are many things that I've learned and I do have a little more wisdom than when I was 20. The most important thing that happens between 40 and 50 to most of my friends, to myself, is that, and look, you can't really prevent that. I can give you as many pieces of advices and tell you stories and share experiences of myself and my friends. You're going to make your mistakes if you're in your 30s, if you're in your 20s. What I've seen happening a lot in people's 40s and 50s, early 50s usually, is that whatever plan they made and really like forced and pushed and went for it and made some sacrifice and really tried to apply all of their will to make these dreams happen, this image that they had of the perfect life that they want, whether it's that marriage that they invested so much in, or that career, or those children, whether it's all of it together, or just one specific dream that we had, usually between your 40s and your 50s, life is going to come and scramble all of that. Maybe just one part of it that's going to kind of have a ripple effect on all the other aspects of your life, or Maybe all of it at the same time. And that's quite crazy. I'm talking about divorces, separations. I'm talking about children not living up to the expectations we had for them. I'm talking also about just children leaving the home after we've made so much space for them that we don't know who we are once they're gone. I'm talking about careers being slashed. Suddenly, for no reason, I feel like there is an energy, something that maybe it's like a Saturn return or something that happens in our 40s that really forces us. Life wants to force us to look at ourselves and our lives and be like, you want to keep going like that? Or do you want change? And forces us to just let go, stripes us down, of things that we were holding on to so strongly. And it can be as simple as starting to feel aging in your body. It can be having your first white hair. And I'm thinking of all these women that try to live their life pretending that they're not aging. I see so many people doing that today. And I talked about it in my recent episode about beauty. And you can see that a lot of people are still trying to live in their 50s and in their 60s and 70s, the same way that they were in their 20s and 30s. And they they almost try to make you believe that they're not affected by the changes. But everybody that's going through aging, which is absolutely every one of us, can feel that things are not the same when you're 40 and when you're 20 and I don't really believe in living in denial and I think that this decade is super interesting because it's the moment when life tells you still want to keep living in denial or are you ready to live a life that's more personal that really belongs to you that's unique that's just yours Are you? ready to meet yourself and this idea of living a life more true to ourselves which is often stemming from the destruction of those dreams that we had and we're like okay this didn't work as much as I wanted and sometimes the destruction is not just a divorce it can just be a giant disappointment you're up there on top of your mountain and you've done everything that you were told to do you have your two kids and you have your career and you have your beautiful house and your husband is lovely and and you look at all it took to achieve that and you realize you're bored or you're not satisfied or this is not enough or you're tired and this is the disaster the beautiful disaster and the present of things that happen in your 40s. And what I believe is that this energy is here to teach us two things. And number one is to tell us to look closer at our lives and see if we are living a life that's true to our soul and to ourselves. And number two is that it's time to learn how to let go and that's a very humbling fantastic weird different moment we often talk about midlife crisis which i think now is happening later in one's 40s and what is so difficult about it is that you have to let go there are something you'll never be able to do again and that is so deeply painful so strong a feeling so strong a medicine and at the same time if you don't take it you're gonna keep living your life like you have a forever future and that's not a good way to live because it robs you of the enjoyment of living in the present of knowing that these days that you have are delicious that you should leave them to their core And so there is this kind of readjustment and reshuffling of everything you know and of everything that you believed in. And it can be a very traumatic experience and very difficult. And a lot of us have gone through that in many different ways, this breakdown of what we built, whether it's physically or mentally, whether it's the lifestyle that we thought we wanted so much and didn't work for us, or whether it's just... Admitting to ourselves, oh yeah, I've got wrinkles now. Oh, I get tired more easily. Or, I just don't want to do that thing that I could force myself to do before, but I just don't have the patience that it takes anymore. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I have changed, I have changed. I do feel the same, but I have changed. And that is also what is so challenging because after this interesting, fantastic, depressing kind of life-altering event of this midlife crisis, this sense of a breakdown, we're given a choice. If we decide, we can choose to live in more freedom. Let go of dreams that are not ours and try to live a life that's closer to who we truly are, and that also is difficult, because freedom is a choice that is always challenging, telling the world this is who I am, this is what I want, and this is my needs, and I won't apologize anymore, I'm just going to live the life I want from now on, I've done everything you told me, and it didn't work, and that is so difficult, it's so challenging. We can also choose that Maybe we decide to stay in a marriage that doesn't make us as happy as we'd have wanted, but we find the joy in it. Maybe we just keep with that career that's not very satisfying, but that accommodates the life that we want. And that should be a personal choice. I think that actually most people who feel deep down that they will never be happy if they don't fight for the path of more freedom, for breaking contracts that they had before, they know it deep down inside themselves. They'll encounter something that will tell them you have to confront this need for freedom. I know some of my friends who got into deep depressions And freedom wouldn't let them negotiate. And I have friends who just kept on the path that they had created for their whole life. And it worked for them. So don't feel any pressure, even if you feel the destabilization of going through that moment. Don't feel any pressure, one way or another. And I think that's one thing that hopefully it comes with the wisdom of aging, is that you're free to make your choices. Lastly, life is not in those big choices and in those big moments. It is obviously, but often this is presented to us as the big deal, the big choices, the big stuff are the most important. When actually life is lived in the small moments, And that is the most important thing to remember. You can change your life, you can move to the other side of the world and start a coffee shop when you used to be in finance or take up pottery or launch a new company in your 70s. You can do all of these things. But if you haven't learned to enjoy your coffee in the morning, to love the small things about life, to laugh about things, and that's the most important thing, to surround yourself with people you love, to stay healthy enough that you can stay vibrant and independent. All those small things are as important in making a beautiful life as the big life decisions. And they're as important to educate ourselves to enjoy, And of course, I'm talking about gratitude, but I'm also talking about sensuality, enjoying being oneself, enjoying a ray of sun, enjoying the place where we are, enjoying our surroundings, enjoying the people around us. Those are as fundamental as the big life movements. And that's why to come full circle, We don't really change. We're always the same as when we were a child. We have our dreams. We have our plans and our projects and our expectations and our personality and the things we love and the things we hate. We don't change, but what we do is we adapt the life around us so that we live in the best expression of ourselves. And that's the wisdom that comes and the beauty of aging. If you can, create that slowly. Keep going, because you're golden. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Let me know if you have any questions or if you have subjects that you'd like me to talk about. And until then, have a great week and I'm sending you love. Le Rendez-vous is brought to you by Doré. Doré's latest launch, La Micellaire, is a botanical micellar cleansing water that doesn't require rinsing. Minimize bathroom time and maximize outdoor time with our super simple routine. Use code PODCAST10 for 10% of your first order. Thank you for listening to Le Rendez-vous. If you want to know more about me, find out about my newsletter and my community. Find me on Instagram at Garance Doré or at my website at garance.world. And well, if you'd like to find out how to spell that crazy name, just check out the show notes. Until next time, sending you love.